Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Oh my goodness. I have a special gift for you. I only do this once a year. I am going live in September three days in a row. This is a three-day move to secure attachment challenge. It's an opportunity for us to come together as a community and do some of this experiential work together. I do not want you to miss this. Like I said, it happens once a year. It's extremely high value. It's free. It's my gift to you. I want to make sure that you have all the information. It's happening on September 20th, 21st, and 22nd at 4 p.m. Pacific time. Yes, it'll be recorded if you can't make it live. However, you will get the most value out of it if you show up live. So I strongly encourage you, blog it out on your calendar. Make sure you're there. We're going to be doing a lot during these three days. It is your opportunity to really understand why you do what you do in relationships. So understanding attachment theory, applying that to your relationships. This will also help you fully release your past. And then we're also going to be rewiring your brain for healthy, secure relationships. That's one of my favorite parts. So much value there. And then we're also going to be helping you embody that securely attached version of you. So a ton of value. This is my gift to this incredible community. I want to make sure that you are there live with me. We have limited spots. This is hosted on Zoom. So we can only take a certain number of people. And since it's on Zoom, you have to register to be able to attend. So I strongly encourage you, if you're interested, make sure that you sign up using the link that is in the show notes. I also have it in my Instagram bio. It's the three-day Move to Secure Challenge. I am so excited for this. I can't wait to hang out live. Don't miss it. And I look forward to seeing you there. It's your host, Dr. Morgan. Today's episode, we are diving in. We are talking all about secure attachment and green flags. Sometimes I think as a society, we just focus on the red flags and what we're not supposed to do and how we don't want to feel. Well, today's episode, we're doing the opposite. We are focusing on what we want, what we're going for in healthy relationships. What does it look like in practice? If you are like me, you did not have great healthy relationship models that was not happening around you. So this is a really important episode in terms of building that paradigm framework blueprint, building it out in your mind so that you know when it happens, okay, this is healthy. This is secure attachment. When we are working towards something that we have not experienced before, we have to get absolutely clear about what it looks like, what it feels like, 
we have to build it out. So my hope is that this episode is going to help you do that. Um, I'm excited about it. I love talking about this. So let's dive in. I want to share with you that I'm going to take some of this from my book. Thank you to all of you who have read the book, who've left a review on Amazon. I am so humbled when I see those reviews. It's a reminder that, okay, I did really, really need to spend those two years. I worked two years on it straight um, because I see the reviews and yeah, it was worth it. It was worth it to put in the blood, sweat and tears and late nights and early mornings. It was so worth it when I read those reviews. Um, If you haven't read the book yet, you might like it. It's on Amazon. It's called Love Magnet. Get off the dating roller coaster and attract the love you deserve. No, it is not the lesbian love story, although I'm sure that is also a good book. There's a love magnet on there that is a fiction love story. Um, but you'll you'll see mine. It's me on the cover. Um, yeah. So go check it out. It's on Amazon. And I'll put the link in the show notes too if you want to order it. Also, Audible, just so you know, is in the works. For those of you that want to listen, it's on my radar. I hear you. I'm going to work on it. But let's get into it. Secure attachment. Let's start with how do we feel when we're securely attached? I want to give you that list. When we are securely attached, we feel good about ourselves and we also value other people. We know that my needs are important and other people's needs are important. We value ourselves and we value others. We feel calm we feel relaxed. We feel able to regulate our emotions and express our needs. Relationships feel good. Even when we're working through conflict, we know that we work through conflict and it makes us better, that it can improve the relationship. When we show up secure, we understand that not every day is perfect and not every relationship moment is the highlight reel that we see on social media. We know that yes, there are ups and downs and we remain secure and invested. So we're not overreacting to the bad days. We're able to zoom out and look at the entire data of the relationship. Okay. And we feel generally positive about ourselves and positive about others. And we feel good most of the time when we're showing up securely attached. I will also say that we feel interdependent. We feel connected to ourselves. We have a great relationship with ourselves. And we're also connected to others and tuned into other people. And we feel really good that we trust ourselves and we know that we can set boundaries that support us. Okay, so those are some of the things I want you to think about when you think about feeling securely attached and maybe come up with some of your own. Feel in your body. What does it feel like for you? Does it feel like safety? Does it feel like coming home to yourself? Does it feel like a relaxed nervous system? What does it feel like in your body when you are showing up securely attached? Okay, moving on. What are some of the behaviors? Here are some of the securely attached behaviors. You ready? Open, honest, direct communication. So hot. You easily set and maintain boundaries. Yes, that's a big one. The maintain is key, right? Like we have to be able to set a boundary and then follow up on it. So maintaining the boundaries. You maintain personal fulfillment and you also co-create partner fulfillment. 
meaning that you're maintaining your non-negotiables, your hobbies, the things that fill up your cup, and you're being curious about what does it look like to build those things with a partner. You are able to express reassurance. So you give reassurance to your partner, and you're also able to ask for reassurance as needed. And just a quick little definition on reassurance, a little aside for you. Reassurance is all about knowing, are we in this together? Are we going to work through it? Can we show up and navigate conflict and know that we can work through it? Reassurance is, I want this to work. I value you. I value our relationship. So reassurance are those little investments we make in the relationship that let our partner know that we're in it together. Okay. So that's a really important piece of secure attachment that you give reassurance to your partner and you ask for it when it's needed. Other behaviors, you express your emotional experience. So you're able to express how you're feeling. And that one is huge, right? Because so many of us, if we've been neglected or chronically emotionally invalidated, that one takes some real healing to be able to express how you feel. And then you're also open to your partner's emotional experience. You also feel attuned to your partner where you're tuned in, meaning not that you're having to predict how they feel because that doesn't work, but that you are tuned in to them, that you're holding space, that you're curious, that you're checking in, right? It's easy to lose attunement in our busy lives. So we have to intentionally tune into each other. Another sign of secure attachment in behaviors that you share the emotional labor. How many of you get this? Oh my gosh. I know there's some women like rolling their eyes right now. Men too. This can happen both ways. There can be a highly emotionally intelligent guy and the person he's dating just doesn't have awareness and isn't aware. So I want to normalize that it goes both ways. Women have been more rewarded for their emotional intelligence and men as a society have had that be made fun of or shut down. So obviously there's changes now. And I think more and more men are being rewarded for vulnerability and being connected to their emotions. Um, But anyways, regardless of your gender, if you are the one who is doing all the emotional labor, you feel it and it does not feel good. Um, This means that you need two people who are vulnerable about how they feel, two people who are showing up together in the relationship to work through things, who are being honest about what they need and how they feel and what's coming up for them. That has to go both ways. It does. The final secure attachment behavior, there's so many, but this is the final on this specific list, is you want to be able to have independence, not hyper-independence, not codependence, but fostering independence. And I want to actually tie this to self-soothing. So our securely attached relationship behaviors include when we are able to self-soothe, we're able to emotionally regulate. We learn how to do that for ourselves. So, so important. And then learning how to go to our partners to co-regulate as well. And knowing that it is unfair to place your emotional regulation needs entirely on someone else, that you must take responsibility, right? For your self-soothing, for learning how to regulate your emotions. 
And you also need to be able to go to a partner and they need to help with that. But it cannot be 100% on your partner. That will cause all kinds of issues, which is which is what I see often. Um, so those were some really important, securely attached behaviors. And honestly, the last one of self-soothing, regulating your own emotions, that is a great place to start if you're on your way to secure attachment. Okay, I want to give you a little bit more here on building your securely attached relationship blueprint. I want to leave you with some of the thoughts that we experience as a securely attached individual. So the thoughts are, I value my partner and the life we are building together. Notice how it's like we're building it together. This is the modern day securely attached couple is the partnership couple where they are a team. They're working together. They communicate about the shared vision, right? You're working to build a life together. Another thought, I appreciate my partner's strengths and the ways that we work together as a team. Another thought, my needs matter and my partner's needs matter. So important. Sometimes, especially if we're experiencing repetition compulsion or being triggered from childhood things, what can happen is we get so emotionally flooded and so emotionally overwhelmed that we don't make space to consider our partner's needs. So this one's huge, right? Like my needs matter and my partner's needs matter. Another thought, how can I support my partner better? This is that attunement, that desire to tune in and say, well, how can I support them? How can I show up and be a great partner? This is some of the identity work I do with clients where we talk about, well, what does it look like? to be an incredible partner, right? Like we have to embody the kind of partner that we want for ourselves. So I want someone who wants to ask how to support me, who wants to be there for me. So then I need to show up that way for my partner, right? They also, another thought of the securely attached individual, how can I ask for what I need so that my partner can hear it? This one's huge. No one is perfect at this, myself included. There are times when I majorly mess this up. But this question, slowing down to ask this, will save you so much pain. So I'm saying, how can I ask for what I need in a way that my partner's going to receive it? They're going to take it in in a way that doesn't immediately shoot up their defenses, right? We don't want the moat to go up, we don't want the walls to go up immediately. So 100% of the time, the answer to this question involves I statements, taking ownership, acknowledging your role, right? Um, And just by slowing down a little bit to ask this question, your conflict navigation will improve significantly. It's not about being right. It's about being heard, right? It's about being understood. Just because we're understood and we're hurt and we're heard does not automatically mean that our partners are going to agree. We're all having different experiences here on this planet. We're we're no two people are having the same experience. So we can hear and understand one another without having to agree. And we understand that in secure attachment. And we don't take it personally when our partner's experience is different than ours. We simply work together as a team to find a common solution. We're focused on moving through it instead of being right. Okay. 
let's move on, shall we? I could go on and on about that. A little little tangent there on healthy conflict navigation, but there's a couple more thoughts I want you to know. So our final two securely attached thoughts. What are ways that I can take better care of myself? And how can I support my partner in taking better care of themselves? This is such a huge shift. Ooh, I get goosebumps when I read that one. Because how many of you spend a lot of your time saying, how can I take better care of my partner instead of how can I encourage them to take better care of themselves? Right? When, when we're saying, I want you to feel supported, a lot of times it's about what do you need to do for you to feel supported? Sometimes there's things that we need to do for each other. And a lot of times it's about how can I help you in figuring out what you need to do for yourself, right? This is what creates that independence, healthy, long-term attraction dynamic instead of codependency. It's these little things, not I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to fix you, but how can I empower you and cheer you on as you're figuring out what you need and that you take action on it and you figure out what it is that you need to support yourself. And then I love the first part of that thought, which is what can I do to better support myself? A lot of times we're pointing fingers at our relationships, our partners, instead of saying, what do I need? What do I need for myself in order to be better supported? Okay. Uh, And then the final secure attachment thought, and I love this one, when we're showing up securely attached, we ask the question, what do I want in my relationship? We're aware that we get to design the kind of relationship experience that we want to have. We get to co-create it with our partner. We do not have to do what our parents have done. We do not have to do what our friends have done. We certainly don't have to do what celebrities have done. We get to build our own relationship experience, our own norms, our own relationship culture, how we treat one another, how we celebrate one another. Just because other people maybe talk badly about their spouse when they're not in the room. That doesn't mean that we're going to do that, right? Like there's this beautifully empowering thing about realizing you get to co-create the kind of relationship you want. And when you're securely attached, you are thinking about that. You're asking, what do I need? What do I want it to look like? And then you're attuned to your partner and you're learning what's their relationship vision. And then you're co-creating it together. So I know that can sound like a lot, but it's not. It's in the everyday way that the relationship feels and in the culture and how you have the conversations. And it's all these little moments. It's not like you're sitting down for hours at a time every week, mapping out the vision. It happens in the everyday moment to moment and realigning with the vision that both of you have for the relationship. And of course, it is helpful to have those more detailed or more in-depth vision sharing moments, uh, but you're not having to do that every day. So I just want you to know that this is so available to you that as you are becoming securely attached, you can wipe the slate clean. You don't have to do what you've done in your past relationships. You can create a new securely attached relationship blueprint. I hope this episode was so helpful to you. Um, that hopefully it gave you some clarity on what secure attachment looks like in action, what it feels like, and what some of the thoughts are as a securely attached person. Um, and if you're wanting more support, of course, you might already know about this, but just in case you don't, okay, I'm hosting a live event. It's three days of coaching with me. I only do this once a year. The spots are almost filled up. 
So you'll want to grab a spot ASAP. The link to sign up for the move to secure challenge is in the show notes. It's also in my Instagram bio. I love having you there live. It really, really makes the experience so good for everyone when we are live together. You're getting to ask questions. We're interacting. This is not some sit back and learn. This is an experiential three days with me where you will be growing. You will be learning. So I invite you to prioritize this. And I know that you're going to get a lot out of it. I'm so excited that I offer this once a year. It's my gift to you. I want you to be able to start to move to secure attachment. I know that you're deserving of it. So use the link in the show notes or the link in my Instagram bio. I can't wait to see you there live on the 20th. And of course, of course, as always, I appreciate you being part of this community. Thank you for sharing this with whoever needs it. And of course, I am wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Until next time. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.